I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, We just got done with Discipleship Conference, and I think there was about 27 churches that joined us just to kind of learn about uh, what discipleship is, how to implement it at your church, how to implement it in your life, how to um, evangelize and pray, and um, it was just really, really great, and I love it every year, and I'm so thankful to go, even when I'm tired, I never regret going. It's a lot of fun, um, and it's really beneficial spiritually and it's always so good to see people that from other churches that you've met years before and you just kind of reunite every year so um, it was really special and then we usually especially since um, we homeschool and so we're home during the day they have morning sessions um, from like 9 to 12 and then we go back from like 5 30 for dinner and then stay until forever and then we always um, usually stay after in the morning sessions and usually stay after in the evening sessions to socialize and fellowship and it's great um, and the kids always have a ton of fun um, but yeah it's really exhausting and, and it's good and then of course um, I think being exhausted and I'm sorry if this is too much information I hope you're a woman listening to this uh, podcast but um, I think for me as a woman um, you know, you have your hormonal time. So this week I was extra hormonal and I, I was just really emotional. Um, I wasn't crying. Can you say that? I mean, you can still be emotional and not be crying, right? Uh, but I think I was just really tired. I was really hormonal. And then there was some spiritual stuff, uh, going on in me too. And so I don't know about y'all, um, if you're a woman, but just, when you're having these times, maybe guys go through this too, emotionally, um, differently, obviously, but where you're just feeling really emotional and you're like, okay, God, am I feeling emotional? Like, are you trying to tell me something? Um, am I just really tired? Am I just really, you know, it's my hormones out of whack this week. Like what is going on? And I think it's important to, just really make sure you're in the word every day. Make sure you're in conversation with God every day and just having an open heart uh, to be teachable and um, not to come from a place of pride so that you're willing to hear what God is telling you if he wants to point something out to you. And so anyways, um, I think that was just something I was kind of dealing with and trying to discern exactly what those things were and even though things were really busy this week, we, you know, I still had some time to reflect um, at home. And I think it's also important that when you do have uh, free time, that you don't always fill it with something. You know, whether it's watching TV, listening to something, um, you know, always being around people, that you have time and space, even outside of, you know, your reading time and um, when you're talking with God, just to kind of reflect and meditate and uh, meditate, like meditate on, um, just his voice, you know, and on what you've read before, because the Holy Spirit will bring to you specific things that God's trying to point out to you. Uh, but it's kind of hard to hear when you're always filling your time with other people's voices. Does that make sense? Um, so it's important to have some time to, to reflect and to, 
um, just have that open space in your head uh, for God to talk to you, you know, even in additional to the time that you spend with him in his word and in prayer. Um, Because I think a lot of times, even when we're spending time in the word and in prayer, we're reading the Bible, we're reading his words, that's great. And then we're praying and we're usually filling up that time with us talking. But usually we'll find for me anyways, that, you know, if I have even 30 minutes and I'm alone in my thoughts, you know what I mean? There's a lot of time to reflect and to hear um, what he's trying to lay in my heart. And, oh man, I think it's also important to remember that Satan will oftentimes kind of make you feel um, burdened, but it's not usually fruitful. And he's not being specific. He just like generally makes you feel like garbage. You know, you're like, oh, I hate myself. I don't know why I feel like this. You know, I'm just really depressed, you know, but there's nothing specific. Um, God will always point out specific things to you because he's trying to show you things so that you will, you know, change, grow closer to him, you know, start doing some sort of action that he wants you to do. Satan, he's not interested in any of that kind of stuff. So it's just going to be like a general feeling. So I think it's important to um, just really discern what that is, the, you know, the voice of God and, and see what those specific things are. Anyway, so... I think um, there were several things that God was dealing with me on, and um, I think sometimes, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I have a problem with my attitude, and I have a problem with grumbling, Um, you know, grumbling, complaining, and sometimes I think I'm not complaining, you know, just keeping it real, I'm just being honest, I'm not, I'm not being fake, I won't like come out and say hurtful things or anything like that, um, but I might just be like, oh, I hate doing this. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh, well, that's kind of hateful because I just said I hate doing this. Um, but I don't know. I think it's it's good to um, just really be aware of your words and the things that come out of your mouth, the attitude and kind of what that reflects and projects to other people. Um, and then also... Obviously, you know, because we're grownups, we tell our kids this all the time, like your attitude can affect your whole day, (laughs) you know, your attitude and what you say influences others and how much more of people who love the Lord and and Christ who gives us abundant life and his supernatural spirit inside of us and his strength and all this for us to have a good attitude, you know, one in victory, one of joy and and to be a good witness and testimony to others as they should live too and so I I just don't want to be um you know a frazzled person or somebody who is weighted down uh by silly things you know that um just is silly and I also okay listen (laughs) I think I again I love my kids um and y'all have heard me say it in here where it's just I joke a lot about my kids and sometimes I'm you know, real sarcastic or, uh, Josie, she's my five-year-old and she is full of life and about every time we're somewhere, uh, if anybody spends any time with her, they'll be like, oh my gosh, let me just tell you what Josie said. And it will usually be something kind of, um, mm, I don't know, outrageous or, you know, I mean, kids are kids, but she's a little, uh, different with, her level of 
things. Listen, I'm learning about how to speak about my kids right now because that was something that God dealt with me on. And so usually somebody will say, hey, you know, guess what Josie said? She said, da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, or what did she say now? Or, um, and so this week somebody had told me something because they had her during uh, childcare. And I was like, and she was standing right there next to me, but it was so loud and everybody was playing and whatever. And I just said, oh, she's such a diva. And she turned around and looked at me and she said, mom, I'm not a diva. And she was so hurt. And I'm like, wow, what kind of mom am I? You know what I mean? I joke about a lot of stuff. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, y'all are crazy or man, y'all are so dramatic or, you know, and I, I know that when people have said things to me when I was a child and when I was an adult, I am an adult, um, it's hurtful or you just kind of get a complex about it. And I don't want my child to be like, well, yeah, I'm just, I'm a diva. I'm just dramatic. I just, my mom always told me I was X, Y, Z. I don't want that to be, you know, her, the voice that she hears inside um, because I instilled that in her and it hurts my heart, um, just to think about the words that come out of my mouth that I don't really give a lot of thought to. And that is so foolish and it's so unwise. And so God's just really been dealing with me, um, this week. Um, you know, we were just from a culture growing up anyway, um, where we just say a lot of stuff you know, and, and, you know, we're just joking, we're just whatever, but we rarely look that, uh, things are a lot more weight, weightier than we really, um, contribute that to be. So I don't know, that's one of the things. And then, um, God pointed out two other areas that I was being grumbly about, you know, cause I was offended by what somebody had said about, you know, this group of people. And then I realized, wait, I do the same thing. Not a racial thing. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. But um, it's, it's just interesting how oftentimes we, it's very easy for us to see other people sin or hurt by what other people say. But then when we sit there and we reflect and we say, wait a minute, I do the same stuff. I'm guilty of this too. And I'm not holding myself accountable. Like I want to hold that person accountable. Um, that's, that's crazy. So anyways, I, you know, wrote down on a piece of paper, these three things that God was specific with me about, and I've been praying about it every night. And then I've been trying to pay special attention to, um, you know, my words. And, uh, and it's hard because when you're just, uh, freely talking and just saying whatever comes out of your mouth without giving it too much thought, because you, you know, have been so accustomed to it not being a bad thing or whatever. Um, and then now you're trying to relearn how to talk, you know? So like with my kids, they'll say, oh, guess what? Like this has happened like five times since then, which was just this week. <laughs> guess what Josie said or, you know, whatever. And then I have to look and then I have to consciously have a, like a loading time, a buffering time in my brain, and then try to choose my words that will be pleasing to God. And that will be like, if she's standing there hearing me, what would be good for her to hear and not harmful? And again, that's so important for us as parents to do that with our kids. 
you might not think it's a big deal, but man, I'm just telling you, the Lord's telling me it is a big deal. And then it's important, obviously, for us to to do this with every other human as well. Um, we want to be the voice of God. And that's another thing is a lot of times I walk around and I'm like, oh man, I'm so weird, you know, or I'm just so awkward or, um, you know, yeah, uh, I'm not really good at anything. You know, we're just like always saying stuff. Um, and again, I do this, like I'm joking and I'm being, um, you know, just trying to make light of stuff or try to make people comfortable or, or whatever. But I also think these things are true. But then I, I sit there and I think, number one, what value is that, right? To be saying these things about yourself. And number two, like, does God say these things about me? So why do I say these things about me? And, you know, again, the same thing about other humans or your children or your spouse, you know, does God say this about this person? Then why would I say this about these people, this person, whatever? Um, so there's, you know, a Bible verse, some Bible verses in Matthew, uh, Matthew 12, 33 through 36. So he's talking to the Pharisees, Jesus is, but um, I think it applies to us in, in real time, real day. Uh, it says, either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by his fruit. And then we kind of talked about that last week, right? O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So again, what's coming out of your mouth is what's already in your heart. And if it's not the things of God, then you can say, hey, something's in my heart that is not of God. So I need to root that out. Um, and then verse 35, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Verse 36, but I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. And so if you think about what are idle words, they're like words of no benefit. And do I want to be a person of words that, you know, I just say a lot of stuff of no benefit um, and it's not fruitful. And if my purpose is to glorify God and to um, make him known, then I need to be uh, intentional with my words. And if my words affect other people, as you can probably recall times in your life where people have said things to you um, that still stick with you, you know, how, how much more should we be mindful of what we say? <sighs> so I think also um, it's always good to just sit there and and pray this prayer which this is um david in psalm 139 through one one through four which you guys i'm sure have heard this it says O lord thou hast searched me and known me thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising thou understandest my thought afar off Thou compassest my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. And then skip down to verses 23 through 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And that's my prayer that I want God to... Search me and always point out the things that aren't pleasing to him because I want to be pleasing to him. I want to live my life for him. I don't want to be spending time doing things that are um, offensive to him or, you know, and not, you know, fruitful. 
And so I'm thankful that he does do that. He's not like, okay, you're, you're saved. See you in heaven. Good luck down there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's so kind to constant, constantly uh, be conforming us into the image of Christ if we're willing. And he gives us his strength to do that. And I'm so thankful for that. And then, um, and then, you know, just feeling heavy this week. Again, could be I'm tired and I've got hormone stuff going on. But I also know that God's been pointing out things to me that I need to change with my words. And um, and sometimes, you know, even if you are hormonal, <laughs> no matter what it is, like just feeling, you know, heavy and um, kind of weepy, even if you know, tears aren't coming out your face or whatever. It's like, he's so kind. He lets us always come to him. Psalm 147, three, he healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Like you don't have to be broken in heart about huge things. Sometimes you're broken in heart about, you know, small things, medium things. It doesn't matter. He's not like, okay, if you, if you're at this level of brokenness, then I will come and help you. It's like, Hey, you're a weak human and I love you. And I want you to come to me. And the fact that, you know, just that picture, and I've been thinking about this all week of he bindeth up their wounds. And you think about, you know, a nurse or a caretaker and somebody has wounds or injuries or whatever and, and how they um, bind them up and they nurture them back to health and they take care of them. And that's how God is if we allow him to be. And if we're humble enough to um, accept you know, his correction when he points things out and to, um, just kind of rest in his lap. You, you've met those people who are like, yeah, I'm sick. I, you know, I'm coughing up blood. I am not going to the doctor, <laughs> you know, and I'm going to keep smoking. <laughs> so it's like, I don't want to be that person. Um, if God's like, Hey, that's not good for your health. And that's not a good testimony to me. So, you know, um, and also come to me and I'll help you and I'll heal you. And, um, and he's already forgiven me of my sins and healed me from so much and delivered me from, um, from death. And, uh, for the fact that he's going to still take care of me and on this earth and give me abundant joy. Uh, I'm just telling you guys, like, I don't, I think the only response to that is to live the life he breathed into you for him. Um, and to live a life of gratitude so let's talk about the song this week it's called you probably heard of it your great name by natalie grant uh, there's just some songs that you hear and it grabs you by the heart and this is one of those songs and so some of the lyrics are lost or saved find their way at the sound of your great name all condemned feel no shame at the sound of your great name Every fear has no place at the sound of your great name. The enemy, he has to leave at the sound of your great name. Jesus, worthy is the lamb that was slain for us. Son of God and man, you are high and lifted up that all the world will praise your great name. So I'll add that song to the playlist and I will link the playlist in the show notes. And as always, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Bye.